Stephanie Martinez Rivera, and you are listening to the Joy Found Here podcast. I am obsessed with reminding my fellow mamas, queens, badass babes, ladies and girls that perfection is just a word, not a lifestyle. Multitasking is overrated. Comparison is a theft of happiness. And yes, you can put yourself first. Oh, and by the way, for optimum results, you should. I'm a New York girl from a small town, part-time badass, proud mama bear times three. I've seen 60 full turns of the sun. I've learned the importance of how kindness begins with you and your self-talk. Join us each week as we help you navigate both the messy and the magical season of this crazy ride called life. Real stories that remind us to reclaim your power. The sun does come out after the shitstorm. A good cry can be cleansing and... We really don't know who sits on top of the mountain of judgment. Sit back, plug in, fill up your cup. This is your time. Remember, you've always had the power. Welcome to Joy Found Here. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. Today, speaking with someone I've been wanting to talk to for a while, officially, air quotes, met in our podcast accelerator class, but has a great story with so much to share. So let me tell you something about Nadine Grace. She was born and raised in Jamaica. She's a certified master life coach and a Reiki master. And here's another little trivia tidbit. Also comes from an accounting background. This girl started, hello, uh, can never get away from those numbers, but here's what she's doing. She is on a mission to help us successfully navigate our path by providing practical skills and mindset strategies. It's We hear it repeated all the time. It's so important to ensure success in all areas of our life. She is the host of Universal Grace Podcast, and I love her quote, love, love, love her quote, which is, I know that each and every one of us have a purpose, and I know that I am on this planet to empower others to awaken to their infinite potential. So with that, I say thank you and welcome, Nadine. Thank you so much for having me, Stephanie. It is a pleasure being here with you. I've been waiting for this day as well. You know, just love being around like-minded people. Absolutely. Yes. It's, yes. So, it's so true. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's really, I think once you're on a, this, the path or you're just on the track, the level of attraction, for lack of a better word, the magnet just gets stronger. And I want to say easier. Yes. Once you're aligned. Yeah. It's so true what they say. Let's keep proving it right. But let's start. I always start, Nadine, with tell us about you. I Just wherever you want to start, tell us your story. Yes. As you say in the bio that I am originally from Jamaica. I came here when I was 17. So it was a whole world of just learning how the entire culture works, you know, going to high school, getting familiar with the environment. So just being in another country kind of opened my eyes up to a new world. And that's a long, long time ago. 
<laughs> that's when I was 17. So basically what how my story starts, I I was an, an internal auditor. I was traveling all over the world, auditing subsidiaries, meeting people, socializing. I'm a social butterfly. So I like to, you know, well, I wouldn't say I'm a social butterfly. It's kind of weird because I'm kind of introverted at the same time. But I also like to meet people and talk about things that I care about. So I was traveling and then I decided that I wanted to move on to uh, another role in the company. And this did not involve traveling. This was basically me sitting at my desk <laughs> in a cubicle and no windows. And it was was like a no-no for me. So I was, I went from loving what I was doing, traveling, getting on the plane, meeting people, having fun on the weekends, just having fun to basically sitting at my desk in a cubicle. And I felt like a robot. And I, it really had me sit down and think about life. Like, so this is life. Okay. They say to go to college, get a college degree. I got my master's. So why am I so miserable? Why is it that I don't like Mondays? I don't like going to work. What this cannot be, but this cannot be, this cannot be life. You know, work your nine to five, wait for retirement and die. No, no, no. I'm not buying into that anymore. So I got to the point where I just didn't want to do it anymore. And, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know what my sole purpose was. I didn't know who I was. So it happened that I left this job. And one day I went in for a colonic and the practitioner and I struck up a conversation and I was just telling her how miserable I was with my life. Like, I don't know what, just quit my job. I don't know what else to do. Like, why am I here? And she was, she said, she said, have you ever seen the secret movie? And I was like, see who secret? Never heard of it. I don't know what you're talking about. And um, she said, just wait one minute. I have a copy in my car. I'll be right back. She brought it to me. I went home, whew, sat down. I remember like it was yesterday. I had my 12-year-old niece visit at the, visiting at the time. This was summer of 2013, June. And she brought it. She, it I had just home. come. It had just come out. Yeah. Uh, I, didn't, I don't even know when it was released. I will but. tell you. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I was, I just remember watching it. And uh, for me to even begin to explain to you, how it shifted my paradigm is an understatement. Like it just blew open my paradigm. It just blew open my mind. It shifted me. And I'm literally sitting there with my lower lip to the ground. Like, are you kidding me that all this time I've been co-creating my reality? So I like to explain what the secret is for listeners who are not really aware of it. The secret is basically a movie um, explaining how you are in control of your thoughts, you're in control of your environment and your actions. So it's a, it's a movie about the law of attraction, which states that you create your reality based on your dominant thoughts. You attract to you whatever you're focused on. So I was, whew, I was like on a roll. I was like, oh my gosh. So all this time you're trying to tell me that my coworkers were not responsible for pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you trying to tell me that it was you know, me? <laughs> exactly. That my mom and dad are not responsible for my misery right now. They didn't do that. To, like I was like sitting down like, wow, it really expanded my consciousness. And I went on a mission to learn about who I am. Why am I here? What is my purpose? And I started just really getting absorbed. I like, I became obsessed with personal growth 
I became obsessed with learning from people who are have walked the path or com- currently walk the path, like Esther Hicks or Abraham Hicks, Wayne Dyer. Oh my gosh, just Bob Proctor, Lisa Nichols. I mean, there's so many, Napoleon Hill, so many to name right now. And I started just consuming their content, like everything I could find, I was watching. I was reading every self-help book you could find out there. Thinking Rich, The Alchemy, The Powers of Your Subconscious Mind, go on and on and on. I wanted to see who I am, what am I made of, and why am I here? Why am I here? And I just started learning about my inner world and how I have a purpose and, you know, how I I can create my reality and the suffering that we're encountering right now in the world is really something that we can either choose to participate in or we can choose not to participate in, right? Because we are controlling our thoughts. So I became really obsessed with that. I then recognized that, you know, what my, in the process of learning all this information, I then found my purpose. And I realized that I am here to help people. I'm basically, I'm here to stop suffering because there's so many people who are suffering and suffering is optional. And I'm like, I am here to, to help people remember who they are. Cause for me, it's know thyself. If you don't know who you are, there is no way you can even know where you're going or why you're here. And once discovering who you are, that you're a multidimensional being having a human experience and you all came, we all came here with a set of gifts and talents that is very deep within us, but was covered up with all the crap that we learned and belief systems that were stuffed into us in a childhood, you know, when we're younger and where then we're living and identifying with the ego who we are, we're identifying with materialistic things, with labels. In the past, someone would be asking me, who are you? Oh, I'm the, I'm the Dean Grace. I'm an internal auditor. I work at this. No, that's not who I am. Those are labels. You know, so I became really obsessed with helping people really dive into that sleeping giant within them, to wake up that sleeping giant, to take your powers back. Because so many of us externalize our powers. You know, so many of us externalize our pain, not realizing that everything starts from within, that our our internal environment is creating what we're seeing externally. So hopefully this was not too much of a mouthful. I just get really That was, uh, okay. So if anyone hasn't been blown away from their phone and then I'm like, wow. Okay. So the secret law and the secret, the movie, that was really kind of the first time it brought all of the, I'll say, self-help theories. And going back to Napoleon Hill, who wrote Think and Grow Rich in the early 1900s, I I don't even know, and Esther and Abraham Hicks and, and all of the people that you mentioned. So Things can get a little woo-woo with people, but believe me, my family's used to it because I've been on the path for, for many years. And, and it is, you know, you do create, you are a result of what you what you think, what you say. I'm also a I'm a big believer in, you know, and when I say the universe, and the universe doesn't hear the words I don't. Uh, you know, in the, well, I don't want any more of that. Oh, oh, you want more of that? Okay. I'm going to deliver that. So, you know, words, I always say that words are tattoos 
and they should be used very wisely. Yeah, spoken um, words are very, very powerful. Very, Absolutely. very. Not only to, again, the one speaking it as far as our belief, but obviously then to the receiver. Flip side of that, they you never know when the slightest compliment or bit of encouragement could be life-changing to that person. And, you know, so it's always that fine line. And, but as you said, it all begins with us. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You go on this personal growth beyond journey. I mean, you jump down a rabbit hole and wow. So is that when life coaching came about? Yes. Yeah. So this was 2013 when I learned all about, you know, who I am and that I was creating my reality, learning about vibration and frequency. So I was on my way to really becoming that person that I envisioned. And in 2016, 2015, my son was born and my husband and I decided that he's six now, decided that we wanted to keep him home for the first few years of his life because those are the formative years of, of a kid's life. And we wanted to be that influence. So I had, I went from being this really high achiever, go-getter, always had, you know, a nice stable career to being a stay-at-home mom. And I never really even prepared myself mentally for what was about to come. And I went from, you know, just being this person who was just always on the go to being home. And it really got to me mentally. It's not, it's not easy. I mean, what's, what's the level of achievement or measurement for the day? I don't know the launch, an empty hamper. So there's no laundry that needs to happen. But then the minute you take your clothes off, you have more like, it's a very hard, I've done both and it's, very, very, it's very difficult hard. because yeah. mm-hmm. I had totally, I just, in that first couple of, I would say probably the first two, three years, I completely forget self. I wasn't pouring into myself anymore. I wasn't thinking about my internal mental state. It was all about my son. It was about, okay, he's hungry, feed him, make sure that he is, you know, I'm I'm being the best mom. I'm saying the right, I'm not really thinking about myself. And I didn't even realize how depressed I was until I started losing like hair. Like there was one point where there was like a patch of hair that I lost in the middle of my, my head. And I didn't, until one day I looked at myself in the mirror, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even recognize you anymore. It was to the point where I felt like tension in my body, where I can literally feel my my lower extremities like vibrating. I was so depressed and all the information that I've learned and everything that I was using to stay above flow, to keep myself sane was out the window. And one day I was online and I was literally typing in how can I help myself? How, like my body was feeling all the tension and I was just not feeling well in my lower extremities. My legs were just vibrating. And one day this word came up, Reiki. And I was, I have never heard of Reiki. Don't know what it is. Nothing. I've just never heard of it. And I started researching it and I was like, Hmm, that sounds like something that I wanted to partake in. It just resonates. You know, when something sure. feels right. Energy connection, sure. Yes, yes. And I am a Reiki master. For the listeners who are not familiar what 
or who a Reiki master is. It's just a Reiki is basically the energy that it connects our higher selves with everything around us. And in the past, our ancestors, they, they had that, that innate wisdom, how to heal themselves and, and maintain vitality. And we all were born with this energy within us, but over time it was just, I guess, pushed down with all external negativity. So I started healing myself, placing hands on myself. So basically a Reiki practitioner, you know, places hands on the client's body and from there help them just to promote healing energy, the energy from the universe where we all are fragments of the universe. We're all energy being vibrating at different frequencies. So we have that innate ability to heal ourselves. So I started healing myself, which I still do every single night, clearing up my chakras, just bringing vitality back to myself because I was learning that I can heal myself, that I already have everything inside of me to do that. So I started doing self-healing on myself. I started feeling a lot better. Every time I would work on my chakras, I would feel just so alive again. And I started experimenting on my families, <laughs> experimenting on my <laughs> That's sisters. why we have them. Yes. Yes. And my mom, and they would tell me that they feel better. So I started, you know, like, okay, so I'm getting this strong feeling that this is something that I'm supposed to incorporate in my practice. So I started, you know, you know, doing accepting clients and, you know, just basically helping them to reduce stress, open up their chakra systems, you know, bringing themselves back to being whole again. Cause a lot of times when we feel stressed and we feel, you know, this, this depression and and disconnect, it's because Mm -hmm. our energy chakras are blocked off. And when it's open and we, we allow that universal energy prana to come back and flow inside of us, we then, uh, you know, feel alive. So I started accepting clients and then I wanted to even go another step beyond that. I realized that most of the problems in the world is stemming from the lack of people not knowing thyself, people not knowing who they are. When people understand that they are a spiritual being having a human experience and we can choose to, we have the power to choose which thought we want to entertain. We have the power to choose what we what we want to consume, whether that's the negative news, whether it's a negative friend, whether it's you know an article. We have the power to choose because whatever we we consume is what we're going to internalize and bring it into our physical reality. So I I made a decision that I really want to help people you know, understand, first understand who they are, you know, who are you? Why are you here? You're not just here to work a nine to five and, and, no, and no, that's, no. That's, just, yeah, that's just a job you happen to be doing and another role and another role. And, exactly. and we as women, you know, again, we lose that identity when you're, when you're on that role back when you were traveling and I'm international and I go here and I go there. And is that really who Nadine was? No, that's exactly. what she happened to do for a living at the time. And, you know, oh, and now she's a, oh, a stay at home mom, hardest job ever. And, you know, it's all about, again, I can see that it's, you know, it's all about 
your son, your son, like, did you even shower that day? Probably not. You know, when was the last time you did anything? When was the last time you cared or loved for yourself the way you did him? Exactly. With all that intent, which were, again, guilty. That's what we do so well. But it doesn't have to be that, that way. way it and doesn't when have we, to be when that way it starts back with us like me and i always say to my my family it's like me 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 it's me 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 and it took me a very long time i mean i was definitely in my 40s when i dedicated and put myself truly as a priority where I every Tuesday night would be my group night where I, I'm like, I have group. Oh, you have a concert at school. All right. Well, I'm sure you'll do well. I have group. You're going to live. If I miss <laughs> I like a third grade, you're going to live. <laughs> Knock them dead. I've got group. Yes. I am yes. just as important as you are. Yes. Yes. I'm your biggest cheerleader. Yes. Know that. But it's so important for me to do what. I need to do, to do what speaks to me, to do what drives me. Yes, absolutely. The message that we should, and especially when they're young, because, you know, in this society where the world just revolves around these children, mine are older, number one. So I'm, I'm definitely older, mine are adults, and I did not hoover over them. Nope. Congratulations. You did that. Great. Round of applause. You're not getting a medal for that. Keep moving. <laughs> exactly. My six-year-old knows now he's older now and he knows that do not bother mommy. Do not come downstairs in the den where my office is before 830. Do not come down. I'm up at five o'clock. I am exercising. I am doing all the things that feed my soul, journaling, med meditation, affirmations, mirror work, everything that allows me to stay sane and to pour into myself and to love myself. And he knows now, do not come downstairs before, before 8.30 because mommy won't like that. This is mommy's time. And mommy needs to love herself and pour into herself before I have any type of energy for anyone else. And, and, and it's they will, just, they will get your overflow, but you need exactly. to have the overflow. There you go. There you go. And for anyone listening and you're feeling like I was feeling um, a couple of years ago and you're feeling drained because I think, I honestly think women have it worse, you know, because we are just, we wear so many hats and we, we want to be there for our children and be the best mom that we can. But first understand before you can be the best mom to your children or to anyone, to your husband, to anyone, to your job, it's important to pour into yourself first. And whatever that means to you, that could be getting a pedicure or manicure, manicure every Wednesday or soak, getting a detox bath or you know, praying or meditating or jogging, whatever that means to you, whatever lights you up is what you should be doing first before you attempt to even try to help anyone else. It is so important. If I miss a day, for example, about a month ago, I somehow just fell off the bandwagon and it I happens wasn't, quickly. It happens. It happens. Mm -hmm. It just takes mm -hmm. one day and it just mm -hmm. keeps adding up. Mm -hmm. yep. And I was going to bed late, wasn't wake, waking up at five o'clock, you know, pouring into myself and 
I noticed that my energy was off. I was so disconnected. I was not in alignment and I was just so irritable. And I was like, oh no, I'm not going back there. (laughs) And I quickly, yeah, yeah, I quickly jumped back on. And that's why I I try to tell my students all the time. Self-love is the best love. Pour into yourself. Take care of yourself. Self-care, self-care. It's not selfish. It's it not, not selfish, selfish. At You know all. what? I was taught that selfishness is actually good. Not really, because people, and especially in the Jamaican culture, oh, you know, you're selfish. You know, who you do you don't think do you are? Who do you, yeah. Exactly. Who do you think and, you and are? And it's so important to be selfless. Be selfish. Take care of yourself first. You come first. I remember I was watching Oprah. It was a motivational speech. You know how you were growing up, people, or even now, people, people say, oh, you're so full of yourself. You're just so full of yourself. In the Jamaican culture, don't toot your horn too much. You're too full of yourself. And it kind of makes you feel like you don't want to really talk about things that you that you care about or even be authentic and natural and, and accept your truth for who you are. And it's those they people. Who are they? What will they say? Exactly. And I remember Oprah saying, be full of yourself. Fill yourself up and let it overpour. Let it pour out. Be full of yourself. And it is so important for us to be full of who we are. Fill ourselves up with the things that help us to, to evolve into the best version of ourselves. Fill ourselves up with 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 information with 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 whatever for me it's meditation it's so important for me to tap into my inner world and be quiet and listen for guidance and connect it is so important for me yeah, go ahead it seems like you've always had that connection as you said earlier you know when it, you just once you realize that well how it ripped into how watching the secret that the effect that it had on you. But even before that, you were, you were probably connected and didn't realize it. You were living when you were attracting and having fun, you were living, I'll say a life of law of attraction, but not realizing it, but maybe you always knew. And I don't like to assume that, You've got this. And and even those people that say, don't tweet your horn, because you had a little like, A, I know there's better for me out there. I know I'm supposed to, I'm here for a reason. I don't think that you were living life, I'll say unconsciously, but you just maybe didn't know like, hmm, this there's more out there. Where is it? What's the next step? Yes, yes. See, so we all know on some level that we're here for something more. We all, there, there is always going to be a still inner voice tapping on our, on our heartstring, our soul, our soul is here to evolve. But the majority of people do not hear that soul calling because it's covered up with fear, right? It's covered up with other people's, thought about me it's covered up with the food we eat with everything so for me it's it was really important when i realized that i am here i am not a regular person i am a spiritual being <laughs> i'm just having experiences and knowing having this information made me realize that no one is coming to save me i am here to 
have the, I'm choosing the experiences that I want to experience. I am choosing how I want to live my life. So we all, we're all connected. The, the, um, the law of divine oneness states that we're all one. We're just vibrating at different frequency. We all hear, we all have that soul calling, but it will not be, it will not, you will not hear that soul calling until you're ready to hear it. I got to the point where it's, I got, I hit rock bottom. Enough was enough. And sometimes we have to go through suffering and we have to go through that stage where we're like, we don't want to live like this anymore to be able to say, okay, I can't get any lower from this. So I can only get higher. And when you're really, truly ready for the change, you will know that when you're really, truly ready for change, you can either do two things. You can give up or you can give it all you got. You can give up or surrender. And for me, it was, I do not want to live my life with regrets. I don't want to get to a certain age and have regrets because of what other people are. Like, I am the weirdo of my, of my family. <laughs> they, don't, <laughs> they don't understand what I'm talking about. They support me, but they don't speak my language. And it is okay because we're all here for, we're all, we all wake up at different times. We're all, I believe in reincarnation. We all reincarnate at a different time. We all wake up at a certain time. We all hear messages when we're ready to hear it. My soul is still evolving. There's so much that I still don't know, but I am very open to learn. I am a lifelong learner. So I believe that the first step, if you're listening right now and you're, and you know, within yourself that there is more to life. You know within yourself that you're here for something else. You can feel it. You have that soul calling, but you don't know where to start. I would suggest that you just quiet your mind. Really just sit down and quiet your mind. Forget all the outside noise out there. Sit down and quiet your mind and listen to what, what is the message? What is your soul telling you to do? Are you stuck at your job right now, miserable, but you're afraid to leave it because, you know, of what people may think of you, you know, or you, are, or are, you have bills to pay, you know, you do exactly. the whole, what if, what if, what yes. if, what if story, yes, you write absolutely. the story before it's been written. And yeah. yes, but I, I believe that we can never truly be happy until we're walking in purpose. I'm all about finding your soul's purpose, finding why are you here? Because once you find that soul's purpose, that soul's purpose pretty much you, when you get aligned with your soul's purpose, everything else, is a noise and you don't even see that everything else is a distraction. Your sole purpose determine who your circle is. Your sole purpose determine what you consume, whether it's through the negative news. Like you, when you are aligned with your soul, soul's purpose, you will wake up with purpose, with determination, with fulfillment, because you have a purpose. You have something that you're looking forward to. And all of our soul, purpose, soul purposes are not going to look the same. Some of us are here to do different things. If Whether you want to be a yoga teacher or a painter or a poet or a Reiki master or a life coach or a lawyer, whatever lights you up. And when you will know when you are in alignment with your soul's purpose, because you will find yourself just really like you can't even think about anything else. And you're willing to do this one thing, even if it's even if even if people look at you like you're crazy. Because it lights you up and it makes you feel alive. I honestly believe that until number one, it starts with knowing who you are, knowing thyself, you're a multidimensional being, having a human experiences, you can choose whatever experience you want. 
And two, find your soul's purpose. Without a soul's purpose, it's like you're walking around wandering lost. And, you know, even though I was an intern auditor, enjoying traveling, I really didn't know who I was. I was just like going with the flow. I went to college. I got a master's. Now I'm in a big company yet. You were checking all those boxes. Exactly. Because that's what society told me. In my family, my dad is, oh, get a college degree. My mom, get a college. So that's all I kept hearing over and over. What, what I didn't hear was, what is it that you like, Nadine? What lights you up? What makes you come alive? What would you do for free? What do you do when you're alone and no one's watching? You know, what do you think about all the time? And, 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 and it just makes you feel like you're on fire. What is that thing? And for me, that thing is, is really what I'm doing right now. I was going to say, <laughs> I'm sorry that this is just a podcast in audio form. I haven't graduated yet to video because watching you deliver I'm like, I am witnessing what a soul's purpose is right now. <laughs> you, my you. friend, are, <laughs> the light is shining on you. Wow. You. And, and I'm you. sure everyone will agree because they can hear what I'm hearing. I get the bonus of seeing it happen before my eyes. I knew this Thank was going to be fun. <laughs> so earlier, before we started recording, so you find your soul's purpose. You mentioned you have a YouTube channel and you started that before podcasting. Give me uh, a little timetable on that. So I started my YouTube channel when I was just learning about myself. I was still very fearful. I was still trying to come out of my shell, but I knew that I had a message. I knew that there is this thing inside of me that just wanted to jump out and share what I'm learning and help other people to experience what I'm experiencing, but I was still like in my little shell, like, oh, what will people think of me? What if I don't look good on camera? What if I don't sound right? What if, you know, I was still, uh-huh, I was uh-huh. still in that, that, that I guess beginning stages of, of awakening. And as I began to expand and I began to become more of myself and I began to realize that, you know, what people think about me is absolutely none of my business. And, and I began to realize that we're all going through some level of, I guess, suffering. Like I have a lot of compassion for humanity because everything is stemming from a lack of knowing you just, people just don't know who they are. As I began to, to open up and love myself more and have more compassion for the world and step fully into my truth, I began pouring into my channel. For example, my, all my podcasts that I come out with on a weekly basis is also on my YouTube channel via audio. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm just in this, I guess, place in my life right now where I am determined to, I guess, help just not even help as many people as I can, but just to fulfill my purpose. And I think that's by getting your word out and it's not, you know, you won't know how many you help. But you exactly because something that you say in I know in this episode will resonate, even if it's just with one person who needed to hear it. Hopefully there's more. But that's all it takes. 
Absolutely. you know, like check, check that. Okay. You, you know, that this needs to be said, you don't know who needs to hear it. Absolutely. Yes. So I'm, well, I'm a big believer of when you are ready for a certain thing, it will come into your consciousness. So whoever's listening to this podcast right now, it's not an accident. You were meant to hear this message. So when I, when I make a podcast, an episode or a video or whatever it is, post on YouTube, I just keep it moving. I'm like, whoever needs to see this will see this. The universe present to you whatever it is that you're focused on. So if it's, if, if, if someone is listening to this right now, it is meant for them to hear it. Our meeting, how we met in our podcasting class was meant to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, I mean, there were what, 40 something of us and I didn't get on all the lives. So I was never really interactive, but I watched, I did it. And it was the hardest thing at the time I ever did the most uncomfortable thing. And it feels good, right? Cause you push past oh, those limits. Yeah. Holy crap. After, you know, <laughs> definitely some crying after some crying moments and of yes. who do I think I am? Yes. Oh, and you will always have that in the back of your mind. That ego will always yeah. come back and yeah. say, for example, I, I'm stepping into a new phase of my life coming out with a course and that, that voice is, is like trying everything, but because I am armed with the tools and I know what, what that survival brain, that mind sounds like, it's just, just a noise to me. It's like, okay, I hear you. Thank you. Thank you for the info. T.R. Ecker. I'm not sure if you know who he is. He's one of my mentors as well. He never met him, but he's my mentor. Of course. He doesn't <laughs> um, know it, but he is. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I absolutely love him. And he taught me something that that has been helping me to, to really quiet that ego, that that lower mind who doesn't want you to, 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 to succeed. And he says, when you hear that voice, please do not think that voice is yours. It is not you talking. And a lot of us identify with that voice thinking that is us. And he said, the one thing that you can do to keep that voice still is to say when, for, for me, when I'm trying to do something and that voice is coming, I would say very politely, thank you for your information. However, this is what I put in. I know who I am now. I know that I am a spiritual being having a human experience. I know that I have everything inside of me to make anything that I want to happen. I know that the universe is on my side and I know that I'm very well protected. So thank you for the information. Whenever time I'm ready to use you again, I'll let you know. I literally have a dialogue with my mind because if you don't, your mind will take control. Oh, There's a lot of people who are take stuck control. right yep. now, miserable with their life, stuck. And they don't realize that it's the survival mind, that the survival mind does not like changes. It doesn't like you. It doesn't like us to move. It doesn't like us to do anything different because it's so used to that routine, that 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 way of living and and being in that flight or flight mode, like fight or flight. Oh my gosh, like I'm scared. That's when it's safest. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. So I I understand that and I don't allow it to stop me anymore. And I get such a thrill when I see my students are applying what they're learning. And like, listen, that voice is not my, it's not me. And I know that I am very well supported. So if people understand how supported they are by the universe, if people understand that, you know, God, universe, source, 
soul, higher self, spirit, whatever name you're comfortable with, is this one energy that lives inside of all of us who loves us more than anything else. And we are all part of that energy. And if people understand that, you know, there is nothing that you need to be afraid of. Nothing, absolutely nothing. Because this spirit that lives inside of us got you. It got, it takes care of us. It directs us. It leads us. We just need to trust surrender and let go. And it doesn't come overnight. No, (laughs) no, it doesn't. It doesn't come overnight. It's a constant practice because I would think, you know, how many thoughts do we have in our head? And it's it's a matter of, you know, the brain is a muscle. It's let's, you have to use it and exercise it. Exercise it. And and I, I always start with my students, go back to a moment in your life where you really, had it really rough and you were going through something in your life, you were really going through it, but now you came out on the other side. How did you think that happened? Did you think you did that by yourself? No. You know, so go back to moments where you, where you had it hard. Now you're victorious about it. Hold on to that. And when something comes in your life where you feel like, you know, this, this is hard. Remember how you got through that victoriously and, and just realize that, you know, the more that you hold on tight and try to control something is the more that you're failing. That resistance. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And it's hard because I was very controlling. <laughs> Aren't we all? Hello, yeah. Guilty. A president exactly. of the club. Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. Exactly. I, I, if you ask a couple people, they might, they might agree if I said I was controlling. Yeah. But, but it doesn't, you know, serve it's, us. it yeah. doesn't serve us. And that part again, here to say definitely learned that part and absolutely can recognize when it happens or while it's happening or why why do I feel shitty like why am I cranky why am I yes. oh that's right and and most of the times when we feel cranky or shitty as you say it it's because of the thoughts we're embodying right if feelings come from your thoughts what are you constantly playing around? What are you constantly playing in your mind and thinking about? What are you, because whatever your dominant thoughts are, you are going to pull that circumstance, situation, or feelings, whether it comes in the form of meeting someone who's going to add to your shittiness or getting into a circumstance that doesn't serve you or whatever it is, you are going to keep pulling that into your life. So I am very, very clear with my students, you know, take care of that internal environment. Make sure that your internal environment is, you know, for me, it's gratitude. What are you grateful for? You know, if you stick with gratitude, there is always something to be grateful for. Always. It doesn't matter how bad our lives look. There is something in it that we're, we should be grateful for. There is something we are. If you're listening to this podcast now, that means you can hear well. You have a device. Some people have never even seen an iPhone or a smart device. You know, there's always something to be grateful for. So, you know, the mind will always tell us to focus on what's not working. It's designed that way. But what is working? We have a choice. We have a choice. We have the power of choice. Choose. What side do you want to be on? Do you want to be on a side where, you know, you feel like you're you're fighting with life? Or do you want to flow? I like to flow. I like to flow. God, I love this. Love, love. Oh my goodness. So tell us about the course is, or when do you think it will be available? Because then you're going to have to come back 
and talk <laughs> about the course. Of Honestly, course. I someone interviewed me yesterday, actually, and we spoke about the course. And then this morning I got up, I was like, you know, I have two topics, two directions that I want to go to. When I was trying to conceive with my son, I went through a lot of obstacles. I'm not one of those moms who where it happened easily, you know, oh, I'm pregnant. And it didn't happen easy for me. Matter of fact, I was told over and over again by plenty of doctors that I would never conceive that adoption is my only option. Number one, I started late. I was 41 when I gave birth to my son. I'm 47 now. And I was told, just forget it. Your eggs are bad. You only have one egg and it's not even, it's like a C quality and that I should just give it up. And but knowing who I am and all the information that I was learning about me can have be or do anything that I desire, that every experience that I want to experience is already existing in another dimension of myself. I'm a multidimensional being. And because I know that and I know how the mind works and I know who I am, I never really allowed that to let me give up. And all the tools and, and information that I was learning, I brought it into you know, my experiences, you know, trying it out with law of attractions, all the metaphysical quantum that I was using, and I was able to conceive my son naturally. So I, I feel a lot of compassion for women who are, you know, in the age group of 35 to 45 will feel like, oh my gosh, I'm running out of time and believe in what their doctors are telling them and just feeling hopeless. And you know, I, I have a lot of compassion for women, but I, I'm really only interested in, in helping the ones who have a warrior mentality and not believe in anything that anyone says about them, but only believe what God says about you and what you believe about yourself and not willing to just give up so easily. You know what I mean? So I'm thinking about in a course to help women in that age group, 35 to 45, just to develop that, that mindset, because, you know, conception starts in the mind, having that, oh, that, that mentality, yes, you yes. know, and I'm also, I'm, I, I maybe just two courses as well. I am very, very, I have a lot of compassion. I mean, for stay at home moms, like I was at home, high achievers who have given up, not necessarily given up their life, but just have forgotten who they are, who have lost their mojo. Redefining who, it. Yes. It's, it's just a redefining. It's, yes, yeah, exactly. You know, it's not, you didn't lose anything. It's exactly. just evolving to the next role in life. And then, yes. which is, which is a role and it's a lifetime role as yes. it's, not as a stay at home, but as the mother, but then again, you know, 18 summers <laughs> off you go high five yourself and with your partner yes. that you've, that you were able to, you know, hopefully teach them and give them some life Absolutely. skills. And then that role evolves to something else. And yes. Yes. So, you know, I, yeah, I want to help that's a good those, one too. Yes. Mm-hmm. High achieving women who once were making it happen and who just really are that have that warrior spirit in 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 becoming all that we're created to be, utilizing all the skills that they have inside of them, but they just feel stuck and they don't know which way to go. They're like they feel like they're in a box and they just want to break it open. Like, give me the keys, let me know. <laughs> I, you know but I'll scale this wall if exactly, I have to. <laughs> exactly. But they don't know where to go or who to start. So, thinking of coming out with a course that will help you know, women like that 
between the same age group as well to find themselves again. I love that. I love that. Where can everybody find you? Because they're going to want to seek you out, my friend. Uh, yes, yes. So my website is currently under construction. I told someone yesterday that it will be available. What are we in uh, August? I'm, I'll say mm. like the and end this of next probably. month. Okay. All right. End of next month. And it's I am Nadine Grace that's still under construction. But you can currently find me on uh, my podcast. It's Universal Grace Podcast. Universal Grace. Just go to Google, type in Universal Grace, Nadine Grace, and you'll see me on Apple and all the other platforms. I'm also on Facebook. Universal Grace. I have a a Facebook page, Universal Grace. I'm on LinkedIn, Universal Grace. And I'm also on Instagram, Universal Grace. Well, you've made it easy. Thank you for that. (laughs) And more importantly, thank you. Oh, this has been, you know what? I mean, I didn't realize I was going to have so much fun doing this. Number one, I'm having a blast. And I'm happy that other people will really get to enjoy this as much as I have, because everyone that I speak to, you, if only they would see the video, you (laughs) are serving it is all I will say. Thank you so much. I so appreciate it. Thank you. And thank you all for listening to another episode. I appreciate all of your support, all of your reviews, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, wherever you listen to your pods, subscribe, keep them coming. We, uh, we love the support. Also, I know there's going to be comments and I want to hear them. Website, www.joyfoundhere.com. And until next time... Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy your week and everyone be well. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already done so, subscribe, rate and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to head over to joyfoundhere.com for any questions, comments, and feedback. Until next week, keep your head up and your crown straight. You've got this.